You just tuned in with Defiance the Dawn. Live on the chopping block. Prepare to level the game with the knowledge of street science. Turn your speakers up and let's get into it. That hurts so good, man. That's the shit you remember when you forget everything else. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is my first podcast that I'm doing. Welcome, welcome. This is the chopping block, and I'm glad that anybody tuning in right now was able to be here. This is the show that we're going to be chopping up a little bit of everything on Defiance the Dawn. Some people know me, Corey Austin. Some people know me as Defiance. Either way, it's all good. So I'm glad you were able to go ahead and check me out. Uh, Some of you might have jumped on my Instagram and seen that I do little 60 second motivations here and there or I'll drop a little game and I used to go and write some stuff on Facebook too and other social media platforms I ran some magazines independent for hip-hop music artists that was my background I went ahead and uh, would do interviews and ask questions that had to do with social, political, economic type topics when I would discuss things with artists and when I would discuss things that I felt were important for the public to know. And that's kind of been something that's dear to my heart, always being able to dig deep and get deeper information. And so that's kind of what I did with the magazine was Imperial Hustle, uh, IHE magazine. I did one before that called The Resource. So both those magazines had similarity in how they were coming at and approaching topics. Uh, The look and feel just progressed as I got better and as the magazine went on. So I was diving into being able to address different topics for a while, but I didn't know really which way I wanted to go with it, but here we are right now. And it's funny because I thought about doing this for a while a while back. And I actually started one where I was just interviewing people on a small podcast, but I didn't do it too long. And I guess because I wasn't sure how I wanted the direction of it to really go. And now I'm less concerned with that and more concerned with being able to just chop it up and uh, get these hard-hitting topics or some of these other, you know, just funny little things and just being able to reach my people on a regular basis because that's really what it's about is being able to connect, let you know what I'm doing and what I'm about and what I'm trying to push and motivate and, you know, find out about what other people might be doing you know, and network and bring that whole thing closer. And it's crazy because, you know, right now I, I, I talk a lot, you know, with, um, people I know and I chop it up with, you know, my, my kids and I chop it up with, you know, a lot of the, um, younger guys that, you know, come around me in my circle and stuff like that. And the things that, I end up noticing is they are often looking for so much direction where 
I have to kind of tailor myself and remember when, you know, I, I was a youth and I've, I was an adolescent trying to find my way and looking for some direction and, and somebody that can help with showing me some of the ropes and lace me up. And I didn't get too much of that. There wasn't that type of situation for a lot of lacing up with game and letting you know. So there was a lot of potholes I, I, I actually hit and things I had to figure out on my own where try to go ahead and throw little jewels out there, you know, for these guys uh, right now while while there's time too. And it's crazy because they say by the age of 25 that you've already established what you're going to know. You already feel that you have it all figured out. Most people, if you talk to them that are about 25 and over, they're usually pretty stuck in their ways. They're not interested in changing anything up and they're not too interested in being able to receive new information. And that leaves them pretty stagnant where, you know, from that time on, they probably continue to think with the perspective that they already have established in their head. Where I find it when you when you talk to younger people, you know, you actually learn a lot because you you end up learning a lot about how the young thought process is. And sometimes we get so captivated by knowledge and being educated and priding ourselves on what we've learned so far that we forget how great um, something like imagination can be in contrast to just knowledge itself. And that's what a lot of young people have. They still have so much imagination left with being able to think and wanting to create and wanting to be able to explore so much that's out there. I think a lot of times we end up forgetting that. And it's crazy because, you know, I try to keep that in mind so that I can stay fresh. I can keep my mind energized. I can keep it young. And you see the what these guys have to conquer, you know, now. And I'm like, wow. You know, it ain't like when I was uh, coming up in the 90s. Uh, all you had to do, you pretty much go hard for it. And that's that's where you know you were going to go. Even these kids, you know, they be getting excited. They're like, yo, I'm, um, I got, got this girl I'm talking to. And they're all excited because they're talking to somebody in their DM. Or they've got a like online. Or she's doing something freaky in the DM. And you're like, what? You're like, yo, it's a lot more fun to do it in real life for it to be um, a two-party thing, you know? And so, you know, it's, it's definitely changed, man. It's definitely changed. And I'm like, man, you got to go ahead and uh, look at how much is changing altogether where there's a lot more to conquer now. You can't just, oh, let me just work and, and try to go real hard in this and then maybe I'll make it through. You got to be able to do something and have maybe five or six side hustles just to be able to guarantee your spot at the table that you're trying to get to.
And um, I'm like, wow, the thing that is even more crazy, it's not even so much that, hey, you could hustle and you could go hard at what you want to do and definitely you got to establish that mentality and that grind effort, but it's more what's crazier is how much is coming at you to try to slow you down and knock you off your heel. And I see it. I'm like, man, every day there's so much more that is being presented that it automatically creates a level of confusion. And when you think about even the kids, well, you know, these adolescents now, or at any time, the that the mind when you're around, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, even 19, the, the mind is still very influential. It's easy for you to be influenced, swayed, and um, just conditioned to a way of thinking with so much that actually is um, proposed upon you that, you know, the proper amount of guidance, sometimes you could either sway left or right who knows in uh, any any given direction, and um, I look at it. I'm like, wow, these these guys have so much that they have to be able to overcome at this level. How are they going to be able to do it? What what are the tools that are actually being handed to them so they could just go ahead and start digging in and finding their way because everybody got to find their way. We all had to find our way, but some of us were given more tools and life actually gave us tools that, you know, we, we were able to learn from that school of hard knocks, but I don't know if I see the same amount of tools being presented based off the environment that I'm looking at now. And if that makes any sense, like where we're we're seeing um, so many different things that confuse the mind where you have to think so much upon identity and who you are, what you are, what you like. And it creates a lot more that could be problematic because you're adding a lot more to the table that people usually didn't have to think about because there's so much social noise right now there's a lot of noise and all that noise is a congestion and that congestion makes it really hard to have moments of clarity and that's where i see where people can't really hear themselves think anymore there's so much going on and it clouds your judgment and they say in um in the world there's uh nine major levels of activity. I actually think there's 10. Um, they usually say economics, education, entertainment, labor, I think law, politics, religion, sex, war, and I want to say mine is health. So in those major levels of activity, of human activity, 
all those areas are dominated in some way, sort of fashion to influence a young mind in the way that they should think. It's no more where someone takes information, digests that information, they contemplate on it and bring their own resolutions to the table to create solutions to that problem. That's called critical thinking. And a lot of that hasn't hasn't been encouraged um, in the generations that are now coming up after myself. This is what I'm seeing. And it's not so much judging it as good, bad, or indifferent. It's more seeing it as how will certain things be approached or how will they be able to conquer certain levels of adversity without these tools, these tools that usually are put in play for you to be armed. And when I think about, you know, how they need to be armed, it even brings me back into a situation of my own where we look at those nine, ten different areas of activity. We go into education with my own kids and I see areas that definitely create turmoil or even struggle where my son, they, as we, we all know, a lot of you, you probably uh, seen with these kids, let me back up a little bit, where you trying to do homework with them or you try to even look at their um, math or history or whatever it is. You're like, what the hell is this? It ain't even anything that you grew up learning. And now you got this thing in front of you and you trying to figure it out. And that's what's crazy. They changed up how you do math. They changed up what you're learning with history. They changed up with how you're learning to read. They're changing up. So there's a lot of changes in the foundation of the things that were created for us to be able to grasp off of that's not being utilized today. And even with my own son, there's a struggle with math, but they completely have changed the way that math is being taught. And we want to be able to go ahead and dive in, help them along as any parents would want to do. But the thing is, we now got him to the grade that he's in and they presented something like, they're like, you know what, from here on out, we're not going to give the kids homework anymore. And we're like, what? We're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like we could roll with that. No homework because it was so much, you know, it was so problematic having to try to divide yourself between maybe if you have other children or cooking or work and trying to go ahead and study and do homework with them and help and making sure that the tests are right and the homework are correct and trying to teach it. So we're like, dang, okay, well, we don't have to worry about that extra homework step. But what actually comes into play when we started realizing that there was a problem where he was still falling behind with not understanding the work, we now had no longer the ability to track exactly where academically he's at, where he's struggling. Because since we have, we no longer get the homework, we can't gauge exactly 
what, what he's learning and where his struggles may lie. And so you look into the problem with that and there's a complete separation between the studies that are done, you know, at home with the parents and what's done, you know, educationally in school with, with the youth. And so we had a meeting, we go ahead, we talked with, you know, the, um, all the executives at the school, teacher, everything like that. But they bring it to the forefront that, hey, what our curriculum we're trying to focus on right now is individualizing the kid. We want to go ahead and uh, put more responsibility on the child and more independence on the child for them to be um, self-reliable and less codependent. And I'm like, cool, you know, that sounds good. I get that. Everybody should learn responsibility and accountability. But the thing is, you're doing this at a level that's separating the relationship that the parent has with the child. And you're creating that gap because the only people that have the transparency right now is the student and the school system. They want to be able to have um, a transparent level where they can go ahead and guide, mold, and be able to induct any type of information that they want to, but leave the parents completely in the dark. And that's the hard part that I end up noticing because now where you're sending these people six to seven, these small people six to seven hours at this institution to learn and be educated and you end up having very limited level of transparency on what is actually educating them. And with so much of the confusion and influence, now you start bringing this into play and you're seeing that all types of social um, ideologies are being brought into a kid's curriculum where I'm, I'm seeing things that are even more sexualized that never even needed to be at the ages that are becoming younger and younger. They're talking about sexual education at the grade level of kindergarten. What does a five-year-old need to know about this shit? What do they really need to know about these different body parts, but this is the stuff that they're already starting to bring in and that they're not elaborating with the parents. Now, yeah, there is the argument. You can go ahead and still volunteer and go in there and being able to be a part of the school system, but that doesn't mean you get to change the curriculum. And also at the same, uh, in the same light, most parents now, even whether you have a one or two parent home, most parents have two parents that end up having to work. So a lot of the times they don't have the ability to go into the school to study what's going on with the child, or they don't have the ability to always go home and see um, what type of digital device is also influencing the child. So there's, there's several different problems with it that I was just looking at. And I was just like, man, where now it's such a void where you're looking at this gap between what you're doing um, as far as being able to know what's going on with your child and not being able to really get a grasp on it. And uh, pondered me, I'm like, why, why the hell would this, I see this increasing so much as uh, time goes on. And well, I start really seeing that 
there is not a particular interest any longer really with the education system wanting to support what we have as far as the family. The separation of the family from education is really what's going on. I mean, even where we have other situations, as as I had put, that take place within the home, a kid comes home, that used to be, you know, the sanctuary where, you know, when I was growing up, you're able to sit down at the dinner table, everyone's able to talk about their day, they eat dinner today uh, together, everyone sits at the table, and that's how it goes down. Now you're going to find, you know, daughter, she's over on the cell phone, sitting on the couch, maybe eating on a digital device. Another brother's playing video games. You know, other brother might be out. Other sister might be out. Mom, dad on a digital device or on computer or online. Mom's on. No one's no one's really talking in the, the way that they used to. Everyone's kind of spread out. And they know that. They know that. So that missing attention that missing attention they are using to go ahead and influence the child with an alternative education and it's slowly happening and i'm i'm just watching it and i'm like wow a lot of a lot of the people i know a lot of my peers they do pretty well but we we definitely have to make sure, especially I want to speak to my brothers out there, a lot of my fathers out there, that we play a part in really being a backbone in um, our kids' lives because it's more than just like the accolades. Oh, man, he's a good daddy or he's there. No, it, it, it's not just that. It ain't about what other people think. It's about what the hell's going on and that separation of family, um, having that backbone helps to go ahead and limit that level of energy being pushed towards the family of separating it when you have a father there when you have a mother there when you have that strong unit you don't got to be together if it can't work out but being there consistently within still being a family that's important and we got uh we definitely got to go ahead and and start doing that in-home education, in-home, start going ahead and lacing up our kids with a lot of game in how in the house about how the things are changing because the world is changing so fast. Technology is changing so fast. The curriculum and education is changing so fast. How they're approaching health is changing. The food we eat, there's so many things that are changing that the the school system is only going to approach it the way that they feel fit based on how they want these kids to come out the best way is to go ahead and uh, have them in a confused state but allowing them to expand with their imagination and then educating them is what's going to really help them well, they say, they say, um, knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. And that's true. Because there's no way an educated man can fall for the machine that they're trying to put you through. And there's several different reasons of why the Department of Education would 
want to start streamlining this very divisive, confusing way of educating the youth. But if you even look at where the U.S. is, I think we were ranked 16th in the 90s among the highest educating uh, nations. So that has to give you some type of some type of understanding that we may not have the best uh, methodology when it comes to being able to consciously educate our youth. But that doesn't change that you, us, as individuals don't have the power to be able to go ahead and drop these jewels and work through educating within the home on how to really become morally strong with your ideals, convicted people. Stand strong in your convictions and discipline and go for yours and get your hustle on and don't compromise yourself or your integrity for what anything that somebody influences or says you should do. And that's my whole thing. The topic, uh, the topic just started flowing, man. It just started kind of running from my mind. And uh, I, I guess the this first little episode went a lot quicker than I thought. You know, I wanted to keep it about uh, 25 minutes and, and not really uh, rattle too long. But y'all let me know what you think, man. Uh, I just wanted to drop that little bit on y'all and be able to lace lay some of my thoughts up and maybe somebody thinks a little bit different maybe not but that's kind of what it is so um be sure to go ahead and stay posted we're going to drop these every thursday being able to go ahead and let y'all get uh get a little bit of the game and uh check out some of my other stuff check out my clothing line the infinitelifelive.com um, go ahead and go to that. That's infinitelifelive.com where you can get your latest on thought propelling uh, type clothing, t-shirts and all that type of good stuff. You can also check out um, Imperial Media Design. That's for any of your business needs. You need to get laced up websites, marketing, um, digital music, whatever it is. Go over there and yeah, we're we going to go ahead and cut out. Thanks for your time. Peace.